So this isn't exactly a lamentation category. In fact, it's nowhere near lamentation category. But this is usually on what I like to call the skip list. Uh, actually, as we've been going through both of these shows, I've noticed a lot of you have shared with me some of the episodes you've been skipping too. And I'm curious if this one fits for any of you as well. It's actually fascinating to hear uh, which episodes people like to rewatch and which ones they don't. Not a visitor disliked this episode. And what I usually do is I usually look at the uh, back, the behind-the-scenes stuff first. You know, I got the Deep Space Nine companion, I got my Cinema Fan... Cine, oh my god, I can't say it. Cinema Fantastiques? <laughs> the magazine. <laughs> and I've got, you know, whatever I can find on the internet, which is mostly just archives of AOL chats and old uh, interviews from back in, like, 2003, 2002, that era. And then I go ahead and get to the episode proper and take notes as I go through the episode. Now, I bring that up because I made a note here. Not a visitor disliked this episode, and she gave her reasons why. And I was like, okay, well, I'll watch the episode and see if I agree with her. And sure enough, I agree with her completely. See, she felt that, A, she was over Virile and his death. That was a long time ago. And while it was a, a mistake, to be completely blunt, it was something that they did and Kira's done with. It's, okay. Problem number two, and this is the one I agree with most stridently, Kira falls completely in love far too quickly and becomes far too trusting far too rapidly. Which, to be blunt, is not in character for Kira, especially at this point in time. Now... It's it's just gratifying to see the actors agree with me on some of these points. That happened over on Voyager several times as well. This episode is everything wrong with the romance of the week concept. Hey, here's a romance of the week, and it's gone. And it'll never come up again, and it'll never have any relevance, right? Although, I do have to point something out. <laughs> you guys probably think that I'm just making kind of a recurring gag of this, but I just feel like pointing out that, once again, recurring characters, right? Recurring things are just going to be the norm for Season 6 and Season 7. They even brought Burial back, posthumously. <laughs> Something about that really amuses me. This is the fourth of five Mirror Universe episodes on DS9. At this point in time, uh, Discovery has gotten through its Season 2 at this point. So I can tell you that the only show that actually matches DS9 in terms of Mirror Universe episodes is Star Trek Discovery, which has five. Considering that ST... Considering Discovery actually had an entire story arc involving the Mirror Universe, and still, and DS9 still had as many episodes. That's actually kind of interesting in its own right. Now, granted, Discovery is only two seasons in as of this moment, and DS9 has seven. But it says something about how frequently they were willing to go back to that particular well. Uh, so, <clears throat> I have some notes on this one I want to mention, because I actually have very little to say about the episode itself. Oh, I'm redeemed. Oh, I love you. I was betraying you. Oh, no. No, I wasn't really betraying you. And leave scene. That's the episode. There's not a lot to talk about. There's a few individual tidbits. Uh, they mentioned Baudet, again, the guy whose brain you can see. Apparently his name is Simon. I hope some of you get that. They, uh, <laughs> they mentioned there's no ships in transporter range, which is ridiculous and stupid. Um... I mentioned just last episode how DS9 is weirdly focused on romance plots. You remember me mentioning that? Well, here we are again, and it's with Kira again. 
by the way. Just... So then, uh, he, he really likes the food over here, which I find very amusing. Um, Mir Boreal also seems to be fascinated by the other one, uh, which reminds me a lot of Archer over in In a Mirror Darkly, which is actually probably one of my favorite uh, Mirror Universe episodes. I'd say probably my second favorite. Yeah, I know it's a two-parter, but whatever. Uh, that that series of episodes is, is just hysterical. It's it's just the crew having fun with it, so I'm, I'm with it completely. And it's also surprisingly contiguous with continuity. But more to the point, Bo both Archer there, Mirror Archer, and Mirror Burial here, both seem to really fixate on their other selves, because, God, they're just so much better than us. I mean, wouldn't that make sense? I saw a joke recently, paraphrased, so please forgive me. So imagine you're just doing your thing, and all of a sudden, there's a puff of wind, and a tall, gaunt figure shows up with someone who looks a lot like you. And the tall, gaunt figure says, Look! Well, let's point this way. Look at what will become of you if you do not change from this path. And the other you's like, No, no, please, anything but that! And then they vanish. <laughs> as much as that amuses me, I feel like that's a recurring trend. I suppose it makes sense. After all, the Mirror Universe kind of sucks. So, it is nice to see Philip Anglum again. I do want to mention that he's the guy who plays Burial, And he actually does a good job with the other Burial role. One of the things that Ronald D. E. Moore said in the AOL chats that I referenced earlier is they only bring back characters they have a passion for. Now, I get that. Completely. But what I don't get is why... <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I can't actually argue against that. All I can do is lament it. I said it before and I said it again. I felt like Vedic Burrell had a lot of potential. And that brings me to my next point. I think Mir Burrell also had a lot of story potential. I think there's actually plenty they could do with him, even as a background element or as a semi-recurring guest star. All you'd have to do is... Uh, Nix the, the twist with the Intendant. In short, he really did come over here to steal something and get away, and then he ended up deciding not to, and so he decides to stay. The end. Now, I know that probably doesn't sound like that big of a confrontation, but I don't give a damn. To be completely blunt, I think it would be more worthwhile to have him uh, to try and explore that story potential rather than to just eject him back to the Mirror Universe and say, nope, he's gone. Uh, whatever. I also, I'm looking at my notes here. I would also probably have completely cut out the romance entirely. Because, well, because it's not a romance, is it? He's trying to actively seduce her to get to the orb, and he's probably actually trying to, falling for her a little bit. And she is reconnecting with someone she loved once upon a time. So you can kind of see how this really isn't romance in any sense of the word. This is barely lust. This is actually kind of a weird Frankenstein mishmash of emotions, which, okay, I know, you're probably going to be like, well, that just sounds like marriage to me, but you get the point, right? So then the twist happens. I, I, do, I do have three things to talk about. Uh, first, I like how Quark is the one who picks up on things completely, and he's the one who warns Kira. And as Kira says, Quark's the one who caught on to this and you know, warned me about this. If it wasn't for Quark, she wouldn't have noticed this, which I don't actually buy. I don't think Kira's that stupid, but at the same time, it is it is very in character for Quark to A, notice, and B, warn her. That is definitely the Quark that has developed over the last six years. The second thing I want to mention, what exactly would taking the orb over there do? 
Now think about this for a second. There's profits over there and there's profits over here. Now, <laughs> forgive me for getting into the science of uh, how the profit beings exist exactly, the wormhole aliens, but one would presume that either this thing is an actual portion of their ability, power, capacity, etc., which is then designed to operate independently of them, in short, is an artifact, or it has some direct connection to the profits themselves, and via that connection is what effectively powers it. In other words, if you remove it from this universe, it won't work anymore, because it's over there, not connected to the profits. Now, it's worth noting that we don't actually know a whole lot about the difference between mere profits and regular profits. STO briefly covered that topic, but not to the extent I would have liked. But I just bring this up because it would almost be amusing to me if they, they took the orb over and it just went dark. Like, nope. <laughs> Grats. You got a paperweight. Because that's probably what I would rule as a GM would happen here. Another quick aside, there's this bit where Intendant Kira is like, hey, look, it's me, and she's in Kira's outfit. And Barile says, oh, wow, I couldn't even tell the difference. Now, he's probably just flattering her, because honestly, the difference is immediately apparent. She walks differently. She has different body language. She has different intonation. Her sentence structure is different. Everything about the way she presents herself is different. Anyone could tell the difference with even a modicum of, dis of attention splaying. It's just, ugh. anyways. So final note, because I'm kind of done talking about the episode, with one exception. You mar you're probably thinking, Laura, what's the story potential of him just coming over here and redeeming himself? There's no story there. It's the story of Root Bear. Hear me out. Although most of you probably already know where I'm going with this. One of the things I've always enjoyed, as weird as that may sound about the Federation, is their passive method of conquest. They are happy. They take care of each other. They're there for each other. They have overall positive lives and positive outlooks. They have uh, tolerance, understanding, respect, and a feeling of teamwork and togetherness. ID, infinite diversity and infinite com uh, complications. I know I'm quoting that wrong and I don't care because I know what the original point of that stupid thing was. So I like my version better. So, they are really big on basically being decent people. And other people see that and interact with them. And over time, it starts to grow on you. You start to think, well, that's not too bad. Well, that would actually kind of be nice to have that, wouldn't it? Right? That's what I mean by passive conquest. People ask to be invited into the Federation. Now, I don't mean this in an insidious way, really. Because I don't. I actually think this is a good thing. I actually do think that's kind of a cool idea. Not that I'm saying the Federation is perfect, because obviously I am, I've pointed out many, many times how much the Federation is not perfect. But in this case, I think it helps to showcase... Um, basically, I think this episode would have been a better staging ground to further exemplify... Uh, God, I can't think of any of my words right now. This would have been a good episode to really dig into that concept to really try and discuss and analyze what it's like being on the outside, being accepted in. And, well, I mean, if you're paying attention, you're saying, Laura, that's just Mirror Mirror again. Well, kinda, yeah. Remember, one of the core tenets of the Mirror Universe episodes, almost all of them, is how much it bothers them how much better our universe is. 
and how much our universe kind of bleeds over to affect theirs. That was the whole point of Mirror Mirror. And as we see in the DS9 thing, they started outlying connection just because they didn't want us to poison them with our root beer. So, why not show it from the other perspective? Why not show the episode from Beryl's perspective, a.k.a. the equivalent of Mirror Spock's perspective, and show what it's like. Basically, I would restructure the episode. I wouldn't have him slot in pretty neatly and be all friendly-like. I'd have him be cautious, worried, smiling, and then immediately... <sighs> I would have him still steal from people. I would have him still to try to get into a fight in order to defend himself against someone who was just noticing that he dropped something and was actually trying to help him. Have it slowly dawn on him that this really is legitimately a different reality and have that be an, an idea that's introduced to him and, of course, show how much he wants that. Probably have Kira involved, but not romantically. Just because she's someone who he feels, eh, no. Just because she's someone who he connects with because she's the first person he saw when he came over, and therefore he's kind of clung to her. You know, the lifeline kind of a concept. Which, of course, gives problems to her, because now she's dealing with not Beryl. Now, she's over Beryl's death, as I mentioned earlier, but my point is, it gives her a unique perspective on how to deal with someone who is absolutely nothing like the person she knew, which in many ways could help to solidify that point. Just food for thought, as ever. Uh, this is probably one of my shortest ruminations today, because I just got nothing to talk about here. This was just an eh, episode. I do have one last thing to comment on, though, really quick. Ira Stephen Bear made a comment that he imagined after the war plot, after the seven-parter, no matter what they do, they were screwed. People were inevitably, inevitably going to be disappointed by it, that there was no way they could win that. And he has a valid point. To a point. I want you to look at the next episode. Uh, it's called Statistical Probabilities. It's a damn good episode. If they had gone from uh, You Are Cordially Invited to Statistical Probabilities, I imagine the upset would be a lot smaller. Now that's just me, and who the hell am I, right? I just mention that because I don't think this is an episode that doesn't measure up. I think this is an episode that's just bad. With that said, I hope you've enjoyed my minimalistic thoughts, and I'm very much looking forward to the comment section on this one, and I'll see you next time for a much better episode.